Metronome active. Don't need a metronome Metro- for this. Oh, no metronome. Compressor engaged. Compressors don't go on until the editing phase. Internet speed running at 125. Don't need the internet for any of this shit. Room temperature 68.3. More like 71. Pants are on. Well, yours might be. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Is Prado Field green light? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I'm green. You're green? Light. Huh? Green light? Oh. I'm not green. I'm green with envy. Oh, what are you green with envy about? You. Why? And your playboy lifestyle you live. Yeah, it's something, yeah. isn't it? Money grows on trees. You just pluck it and go buy something with it. Right. You got. You got. Right. You got these, 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 these mattress covers that are plush, cushiony mattress covers you got delivered today. <laughs> Some guy in white gloves delivered it to you. There was only straight one, from the one mattress cover, and it was a Amazon Lightning deal. Oh. It was thirty three bucks. Oh. Some guy delivered it on a camel straight from the desert, straight yeah. from the cotton fields of Israel right. or something. Yeah, right. Pima cotton. Isn't that where that's from? Yeah, I don't know what you're I'll talking let, about. I'll, I'll let it die. Okay. Um, anyway. <clears throat> yeah. Green with envy of me and my rock star Playboy lifestyle. lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. Playboy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Money for nothing and chicks for free. Didn't somebody right. say that once? Mark Knopfler That's did. your life right Fire now. Straits. Yeah. No, it isn't. Nope, it's not. Not even close. It's the opposite of those two things. It is the opposite of those mm-hmm. two things. Because I still don't have a job. No. And, um, huh. and the chicks that you come across aren't free because you have to take them on dates. Apparently, they're not yeah. just willing to fall all over you. Right. It seems. And there aren't that many that actually want to go on dates with me anyway. And you have to pay a website to expose you to those women. Yes. Not expose that way. Not expose that no. way. Right. Well, if you play your cards right. Right. Well, if they play their cards right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, so, go ahead. Yeah. So uh-huh. the job front is still not looking great. No. Um, quick recap. So everyone knows that I got laid off last year, and that temporary layoff became permanent in the fall. And I delivered packages for UPS throughout the month of December. And then when twenty quick uh, interruption. Yeah. What? Funny, just on a recent show, we talked about me interrupting you, and I'm such an asshole for doing that. Mm-hmm. But I would like to remind folks that if you haven't heard the stories from your time at UPS, that show is worth listening to again. It is worth listening to. Because there is a very funny uh, yes. tale in there yes. that it will make you laugh out loud, LOL. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's true. Okay, go ahead. That's true. And I can't remember what the name of that show was. No, you're going to have to find it, yeah. I think it was called Packages. But there's a piece of gold in there if you sift for it. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's worth the listen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that throughout December and then I didn't, basically it's the same conundrum I've been in forever mm-hmm. in that, I mean, ever since I lost my job mm-hmm. in that, what am I qualified to do? Yep. That's going to pay the rent. Yep. Um, and like we'd said before, originally I was going to do a 12 week boot camp through the U of M mm-hmm. for a computer coding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I realized after talking to someone at a career place that helps with financial aid for dislocated worker programs, they said that no one that had gone through that program that they knew of had actually gotten a job. Right. So I bailed on that, saved myself $11,000. Yeah. Um, but that meant I was left with nothing. So I was, I'm like, well, what am I going to fucking do? Mm -hmm. And I hated myself for doing it, mm-hmm. but I started applying for security manager jobs. Yep. Now, clarification, because uh. earlier, a second ago, you said, what am I qualified to do that's going to pay the rent? You do have a skill set that you could get a job that would pay the rent. Right. But up until now, well, st- even now, you just really don't want to do that right. because it's never something it. you ever wanted to do. I did it for 21 years. You got years. stuck doing it. Right. right. Okay. Right. All right. Continue. I fell into security. Yes. I don't have any schooling in that. And you have zero interest in it. I Right. Right. I'm so done with it. Yes. But I needed work and I needed a job. And at that point, unemployment had run out. So I hated myself, but I went back to the well. Yeah. And I started applying for security manager jobs. Yeah. And, you know, the thought being that, well... Just don't allow yourself to fall into this hole for another 20 years. Right. Try to figure something else out. Just bring some money in. Mm-hmm. Um, and the funny thing is that I look at the qualifications for these jobs. 
and I far exceeded all of them mm-hmm. from an exter- experience standpoint. Mm-hmm. I didn't get any callbacks. No. No one was calling me back. I wasn't even getting an interview. Right. All these, and not that there were that many. I mean, there were probably only five or six yeah, that I applied handful. for. Yeah. But the, and some of them were even a major step down from what I was doing before. Right. Especially pay-wise. Yep. I mean, one of them, I think, was probably going to pay around 50, yep. which isn't going to cut it. Oh, look at you sleeping. No, again. I'm, I'm not. Talking. I swear to God. No, you are it's such not. a fucking I'm not. Cop. I'm not trying to. I, just, I, I wasn't what do trying I have? to. Do I have to talk no. like this the whole fucking time I wasn't to keep trying you interested? To. No, I'm in. Do I have I'm to in. talk like this so I I'm tried. not so monotone? I tried to. <laughs> what do I need to do? <laughs> I tried to mask it. It didn't. I just. I, you spent not. 20 fucking minutes talking about paint <laughs> on a house and somehow I stayed awake. I'm awake. I'm I talking just, about life shit I here. I'm hungry. And you fucking I can't stay hunger. awake. I think it's hunger. I can't go. You it's hunger. You need to start interrupting more. No, That's I the can't. only way you can stay awake. <laughs> I'm so awake. anytime I say something I, that raises any questions, I think it, feel free to ask. I don't think it's boredom. I think it's hunger. Why didn't you eat before you came over here? I'm trying to lose weight to look pretty for you. Well, it's not working. What a dick. As far as looking pretty. Oh. You are losing weight. I am losing weight. I know you are. Um, okay. I, honest to God, I don't feel bored. I just, I don't, maybe I've been in the room too long. I don't know what it is. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. You're done talking now. I got bored there for a second. <laughs> I wasn't trying to make it be an ass. I was trying to hide it. It's just... You're trying to hine it. Mostly. <laughs> Wide open, huge, loud ass yawn well, right in the middle like of a my lion roar. It wasn't like King of the Jungle. <laughs> All right. Go you ahead. were trying to hide shit. Well, a little bit. I, you fucking. I can't help sucker. it. You know. And you know what they say yawning isn't doesn't really mean you're tired. It means when you're this, not getting enough air in your diaphragm. When this started. Oh, that's hiccups. Right. <laughs> forget it no when this started a yeah. few months ago yeah you actually did used to try to hide it yeah i could see it yeah because your eyes would get all droopy yeah and you would yawn yeah but you would do the whole closed mouth yawn <laughs> right. thing where yeah. you tried to sneak it past right. me as if right. i wouldn't notice right you don't even bother with that well, anymore because the bird's out of the bag now it's just now it's, we both know that i do it I might as right. well just let it go right oh god you're a fucking you know <laughs> not i have to. the reputation for being the asshole on this show which i am but at least I'm courteous when I'm being a dick. Yeah. At least you admit that you're an asshole. Right. I'm passive aggressive asshole. Right. I'm a dick, but then I claim I'm a nice guy. Right. Mm. I heard every Jesus word you said. Christ. Oh, did you? Yeah. What did I, I say? I know you said. I know what you said. What did I say? There was a job <laughs> that the massive pay cut, and then you're trying to remember the number, and then I yawned. 50 grand. Yeah. Yeah. So it probably would have paid me yeah. 50 grand a year, which isn't an awful lot. No. For me. No. With all my debt and all right. that bullshit. Right. Um, and well, oh no, actually I did. There was one job that I, I got a call for and I went through two interviews. Um, but they came back and said that none of the applicants had the necessary work experience quality right. to succeed in the job. Right. So I basically, I didn't get it. You didn't lose to anyone else either. All you guys all sucked. <clears throat> yeah. So none of us got it. it. Right. Right. Um, so basically I was. I was like, well, okay, obviously. And I wasn't bummed out when I didn't get that job. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was looking forward to the potential pay mm-hmm. because the pay for that job had, it looked like it could be pretty good, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. more than I was making previously yep. by a wide margin. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was bummed about that, but I wasn't bummed about not being able right. to work in security anymore because I was never right wanted to do that anyway. Right. So I went back to the career guy. And, you know, he, he had, uh, we'd been talking about some shit and other options and there just wasn't anything out there for me that wasn't security that I'm qualified to do. Right. And I got back on unemployment. They extended it. So that was nice. So I I was able to bring some money in there. I'm still dipping into savings, you know, occasionally to help pay for things. But, um, he, uh, he's like, you know we keep going back to this it thing mm-hmm. It's like everything you liked about you know one of the things you really liked about your old job was the it elements mm-hmm. and the it aspects and you build computers mm-hmm. and you like computers and 
you know, you do, you use computers for all your music and movie stuff and mm -hmm. creative stuff and all that. He's mm -hmm. like, it just, he's like, I think it kind of makes sense that we look at the IT thing again. I'm like, well, I, I, I love that, but I just don't know, you know, what I can do or what I'm qualified to do mm -hmm. as far as IT goes. Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, let me, uh, he's like, I'm going to do a little bit of looking around and I'm going to get back to you. And then he got back to me and he said, so here's, here's what we can look at. And here are some careers out there and certifications that mm -hmm. you can take that can help get a foot in the door. Right. He's like, what, what we should do first is this, uh, course created by Google. Yeah. It's called the Google IT support professional certificate. Okay. Which is essentially five blocks of content. Each block is like six weeks yep. um, of some of its real fundamental shit. Yep. Like what's a bit and what's a byte yep. and what's binary and yep. what is an operating system mm -hmm. and what's the difference between software, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Some of it is really deep, detailed, fucking over my head right. shit that I really struggled with, right. which was humbling. Right. But basically... It's something that you take at your own pace. Once mm -hmm. you start a block, mm -hmm. um, it gives you one week to complete each week. Yep. But I can usually cram, you know, fly through a week in a day. Right. Basically. Right. Um, and I've been I've been doing that. And the idea is is that once I get done with this certification, technically that would probably be enough for me to go get some entry level help right. desk job. Right. Right. But again. Most of those are going to pay about 50 grand a year. Right. That's not going to be enough. Right. So what I'm trying to do is as I go through this, I try to figure out what of the other things I'm going through and learning, which content is like more interesting to me right. than others. Right. And then we'll look at what are some careers you could do. Right. That focus on these things. Yep. And what sort of advanced certifications are available that could get you into a job like that. Right. So basically, I'm looking at doing two certifications, the one I'm in right now. Right. And then once I'm done with this, figuring out what to specialize in. Right. And doing an advanced certification in that area right. so that hopefully once I'm done with that certification, with these two certifications under my belt, I can go into a job that starts at more than 50 grand a year. Right. Right. So that it's still, it's scary as fuck because right. I have no idea really what I want to specialize in. Right. After going through the networking block, um, I don't think it's networking because I That's really out. struggled with yeah. that. There yeah. was some really challenging shit in there. Yeah. I barely made it through that one. Yeah. Um, and you know operating system stuff is fine but that's like system administration and i'm not sure I, I don't think that pays a ton okay but it's weird i looked at one job on indeed a couple days ago and it was just a routine job it was called like it specialist is all it said but it was it it wasn't only help desk stuff it had system administration and mm. a, just a variety of things yep. and the pay range on that thing was like um 70 to 95 oh. or something yeah but again the guy that i've been talking to at the career place thinks that we can fudge my resume um for these jobs that say you know an associate's degree or relevant experience mm -hmm. he he's he seems to think that if i have a bachelor's degree in something else yep. plus a lot of work experience with one right. company plus right. a certification right. that a lot of companies will look at that and be right. okay we can bring him on right so that's what the hope is but i don't know if it gets if it gets to the point where i'm gonna have to pace for some of the second certification because his first certification is through a online place called coursera yeah and it's just 40 bucks a month yep. subscription you can take as many classes as many yep. courses as you want mm-hmm and that's no big deal. Yep. But to like get an advanced certification in system administration mm -hmm. or whatever I end up doing, mm -hmm. these are like, you know, between two and four thousand dollars. Right. And through the dislocated worker program, the state, because I lost my job due to COVID, mm -hmm. they off this dis dislocated worker program offers financial assistance to people to get training so they can get mm -hmm. back in the workforce after losing their jobs, right. you know? Right. But it's not a blank check. Right. There's a budget. Right. And I think the 
it's probably between fifteen hundred and two thousand dollars okay. is probably where it's going to cap out at. Okay, which means this is going to have to come out of pocket. A couple of grand's coming out of your pocket, and that's scary too, because I'm like, what happens if I go on to this advanced certification course? And it hits me over the head like the networking block did mm-hmm. in this course, and I'm I struggle and I can't figure shit out. Right. Throw away two thousand dollars, I don't fucking pass. I got nothing to show for it. Right. Right. Fuck. Right. Or I spend two thousand dollars on advanced certification, and still no one will bring me on for anything other than an entry level IT help desk job. Right. That is not going to pay the bills. Right. So. I'm not in a good place necessarily because I'm not super optimistic about what options are out there, but it's at least a direction and it's better than spinning my wheels and applying for like psychometrist jobs that I'm not going to get. I've applied for a few of those, you know, just because, Hey, I'd like to use my psychology degree or whatever. I applied for one job as like a, a a clinic manager at a mental health clinic. Yep. And I didn't get a call back on that. You know, so I mean, instead of just Which makes sense. sure. I mean, if you're going to hire a clinic manager, you'd like to have somebody who's managed a fucking clinic before. Sure. Uh, so I get. I mean, it. I and have I, management experience and I have mental right. health experience, but I don't have mental health clinic right. management experience. Right. You've so, never been in charge right. of mental health workers. Right. 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 So I mean, it's just one of those things yeah. where I was grasping into straws yeah. and yeah. applying yeah. to anything that I thought might be yeah. interesting or whatever. Right. right. And none of those things have worked out. Right. And I don't want to do security. Right. And I do like IT. Right. And I do know, and that's the thing about IT is that. That's not going anywhere. No. And there is a really high earning ceiling there. Yes, there is. I mean, a lot of people that are in IT didn't necessarily get a bachelor's in computer science. Correct. Yeah, but you have to start somewhere. Yep. And that's the thing is, where am I going to start? Yep. And how long is it going to take me to move up? Right. Because it's like, I have no doubt that in five years, I could be making really good money in IT. I agree. The question is, how do I make ends meet? For five until years. i get to right. that point right right i mean i've got enough in savings to supplement if i were to get an it help desk job i can support myself through dipping into savings for six months right and then let's say i move into a job that pays you know whatever 75 80 yeah you know okay yeah. then then i'm then i'm okay but right. what if it takes two two or three years which to get to that you'd think it probably i mean what are the odds that you start a job entry level help desk and six months later they're like oh you're so brilliant we're gonna make you a consultant well, and give right, you 90 but that's that's the whole th- well right that's the whole thing is you it depends on the size of the company mm-hmm. what their turnaround is like how what their on the job training is like yeah like at my previous job, there are people that were brought on as help desk people, and mm-hmm. that's all they did. Mm-hmm. But they started specializing after, like, as soon as they started help desk stuff, they're like, hey, we need someone that understands the security right. um, platforms right. and the, you know, the video surveillance stuff, the VMS stuff, and, and all that. And they would specialize in that. And pretty quickly, they moved up to, like... A different a different spot just because there was a need through that within right. the organization whereas right. some people were just happy being help desk people and they they did that for years right right you know one of them who ended up being the it director she worked in she was like a, a ride operator in the amusement park yeah and then she transitioned to IT help desk and she just worked her way up and she became yep. the project manager. And now she's like a six figures, yeah. a VP of IT at a fucking stadium out in LA. Yeah. Right. And so, I mean, the potential's there and it, it, I don't think it's unreasonable to think that after six months I could find something else that pays better, but there is no guarantee. Right. And that's the thing is like, there's no real clear, this is probably where I'm going to be a year from now. I have no idea. So what's the backup plan outside of IT then? There isn't one. Mm. So every, all the eggs are in the IT basket. There's no other option. Unless I go back to security. Right. And that, and granted, you didn't apply for a ton of security jobs, but the ones you went for, that didn't go anywhere either. No. So that doesn't feel like it's a good option. And that blew my mind. Me too. I mean, I, I just, and not to sound boastful or anything, but when you look at my resume, it just screams security and management experience. Right. right. Yeah. That shocked me too. So that you'd, you'd think get a security call. manager <laughs> job, yeah. right. they right. would have at least interviewed me. Right. But, and that's yeah. fine. Cause I, again, I was kicking myself when I was applying for yeah. those jobs cause I didn't want that. Yeah. You know, and they probably found somebody who's really passionate about it and that would, that's a better fit. Right. For sure. Hmm. For sure. 
So, yeah, I don't know. I've got some direction, and I don't know what the timeline looks like exactly, but it's going to be a few months just right. because, you know, it's going to take me a few more weeks to get through this. Right this uh google it support professional certificate through coursera right it's going to take a while to get through that and then whatever i land on as far as a certification beyond that i can't imagine i can't imagine you know like a week-long certification you spend four thousand dollars for a week of work i can't ima- I, I would assume that these other certifications are going to take up a little bit more time than yeah. five days or right. something like that. Right. I mean, it would right. assume that there are a few weeks at least right. or a month right. or a few months. Right. Um, so it may be a while before I'm looking for, before I'm actually applying for it jobs, right. but you know, it all depends on how long the unemployment lasts and you know, yeah. how, that savings account how quickly that dwindles right. if the unemployment goes away right um but i don't know well, well yeah i mean i'm not it's just what's what's odd is that there's so many careers and job fields out there it's just, it is it is strange to me that you literally have one option but i get i mean but but the, the problem is, is that well, I think it's a, I think it's safe to say that there are other things that you probably would be really interested in that you could also be good at. It's just that you've never done those jobs, so you have no idea to even go look for them. Right? That, well, that's part of the problem. The other problem you've is spent that so many of your years just doing security. You might be right. you might be and I and, I, and this is just an example. You could be an unbelievable financial analyst or you know fucking stock trader or whatever, but you've never done it, so you don't know if you like it or not. But you know. And I also that, don't have the experience to just jump into no, a job like No, no, that. no, for sure. But I, I think that it's just, it would be nice if you, even without experience, it'd be nice if you had another field that you could at least express interest in to say, if the IT thing just isn't going to pan out, well, I also like touching dead bodies so I could be a funeral director or whatever, or a mortician, <laughs> you know? Right. Great. You know, and that's just a dumb example. That's a, That requires a whole other degree. But you know what I'm trying to say? Like, you know, the problem is, is that you haven't been exposed to a lot of those other fields. So you don't know if you would really like doing it or not. Right. And you can't just throw darts at the wall. I mean, what? Right. You, know, you can't just grab whatever. Right. That's the hard part. Because no, if the IT thing doesn't work out, what are you right. supposed to do? Right. Well, yeah, I don't know. Right. And that's that's where it's kind of, I, I don't know. Like I said, I think IT is a good field to be in long term. Yep. Agreed. And I think it's, I was, I was a dipshit for not studying computer science when I was in college. That's two of us. Because all of my friends that did they got good jobs now and as far as i can tell they're happy that yep they're doing what they're doing yep and i certainly had the capacity i was programming software i was making programs in basic when i was in junior high right i was programming computers as a kid i always liked them i just i don't know I i think what had happened was when i got to college that was right when you know that was i went to college in 95 yep. 94 95 and that's like when windows was becoming a thing yeah right mm-hmm. and all of my experience in computers yep. was ms dos yep. and no such thing as internet right no such thing as modems or dial-up or anything right and when i was going to college all of that stuff was coming up to the forefront and i didn't have any experience with any right. of that right so i think i was probably intimidated by computers when i was in college right because they were unlike the computer that right. i grew up playing right. around with right because there was networking and right. there was all all this other stuff right but then it's just dumb because I got myself a computer when I was in college yep. for homework and that sort of thing. And ever since then, I started learning more and more about them just by using it. Right, right. And before you know it, I was building computers and installing operating systems and troubleshooting the blue screen of death and fixing all of these things because I built the computer. I didn't buy it. Right. So I couldn't just send it back to Alienware or Gateway or right. Dell or whatever. Right. It's like right. I had to figure it out right. because I put the thing together. Right. So... I kind of caught up on my own anyway, but it's like, if I just would have gone to school for that. Right. But that's, you know, that's an unfair thing to put yourself through though. Cause everyone, hindsight's always, it's bullshit, right? Everyone's got that. Everybody. So that's not, you know, I mean, I get why you do it and I get why you're, why you put yourself through that mentally, 
I, I, I would have to think a majority of people on this earth are have something similar to that. Well, geez, had I known that I was going to be a raging alcoholic, I wouldn't have had that first beer. Well, had sure. I known that right. I was going to end up killing my neighbor with my gun, I wouldn't have bought it in the first place. Right. Everyone's got something. So I, you know, right. I think that's tough to put yourself through that because everyone's got something. Um, yeah, but I, a lot I, of people had the foresight when they were in college to study computer science or yeah, pre-med yeah, or yeah. pre-law but I, or whatever. But it, during, but when we, but yeah, and you're a couple years older than me, but you know, I, when I like when I was a senior in high, and I, if Joe and Brandon were here, they would either confirm or tell me I'm full of shit. But uh, you know, when I and I and I, I didn't have a huge graduating class, so I'm able to say fairly confidently that I, I have an idea of what most people are kind of interested in. But I don't remember more than like one or two people who outright said I'm you know, planning on going to school next year for computer systems or, or whatever we called it back then. I don't even know if we called it IT back then. Mm-hmm. Whatever we called it, computer administration or whatever the fuck we called it. Um, I just, I don't know. I don't, I, you know, I think if you were, you know, I think kids nowadays in 20 years, they look back and say, oh, geez, I wish I'd known how big IT was going to be. I'd have gotten into that. Well, you did because you knew how much, you know, it, it, you, it was already hot. It was already on fire and you just didn't do it. I don't know that you can blame yourself as much as you are tending to do because when we got out of high school, it wasn't, it wasn't what it is now, right? It, well, it no. wasn't that crazy right. popular and it didn't right. we had no one really knew what it was going to pay no one really knew what it was going to look like 10 years later because like you just said that was the, that 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 span of years is when everything kind of flipped up on its on its head anyway right that's windows when changed everything right so no one really knew what to expect and is it gonna you know is it what's gonna come is it a long-term thing is it a fad is it gonna go away are we gonna go back to typewriters so I don't know. I mean, I, I think that me included, I had I known coming out of high school what my life was going to look like, I would have absolutely picked a different major. Right. I didn't know. I thought I was doing the right thing and I fucked it up. You thought you were doing the right thing. You fucked it up. I just think that a lot of people are in that same boat. The problem, I think, is that I think the problem is part of the problem is and this isn't any fault of yours. You just did what you had to do to survive is you kind of got into a, a you kind of got into a pigeonhole and you were stuck there for so long Mm -hmm. that you didn't have the time in your twenties to go explore other fields. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people did. I think there's a lot of people who took different kinds of jobs just to get through because they didn't really know what they wanted to do. Let's go try that. Let's go try this. And then when they get to 35, 40, 45, they kind of have a rough idea what kind of stuff they like to do. Mm. Geez, I hate dealing with spreadsheets. That probably wouldn't be a good fit for me because I remember doing that when I was 28, mm-hmm. right? Or, God, I really hate manual labor, so I know construction's not a good fit because I remember putting roofs on when I was 29, whatever. Right. You, and I know that, you know, you did some other stuff before before you did the, started the security thing, but you started the security thing fairly young. Yeah. Uh, you know, fairly fairly early out of college. Right. Right. And you never left it. Right. That was your life for the last, and I say life, like career life-wise. That was all you've done for however many years. Mm-hmm. You never had that time to explore other stuff. So that's why I think you're in a unique position because you didn't get exposure to different jobs because you never had to look for a different job because you just stayed where you were. Right. Now, there's something to be said for loyalty. And I remember telling you, you know, and this, of course, it was before you got laid off, but I remember telling you and I and another mutual friend of ours that's, that still works, uh, works there that's been there forever. You know, I told you guys like that. I think that's a cool thing because a lot most people aren't that loyal. Like you guys are stuck with the same company for you know nineteen, twenty, twenty-one years. Even in the hard times, you guys stuck it out and you stuck with it, and you you know you stayed strong and you helped the team through it. Blah 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 blah. Um. So while I think loyalty is to be respected, and I think that's something that isn't in you know, these these kids nowadays. I don't think really give a shit about it. Um. Unfortunately, that loyalty is kind of what came back to sting you because you mm. just never... And I'm not saying that you stayed in that job because you were loyal to the company or to the job. You stayed because it you continued to be able to pay your bills and live comfortably. Right. In the early days, you weren't making a ton of money, but you weren't needing a ton of money. Right. As you got older and got through life and started buying more toys, you were also getting pay raises and getting promoted mm-hmm. during that time because you were good at your job. Right. And then at the, you know, fucking pandemic and whatever... But then now you never got, you never had to find a different field to work in because you never have, you never were without a job. Right. And I, so I, I think that's, I don't, I don't know that it's, I, I think it sucks for you to put yourself through the hindsight bit to say, oh, had I known, well, we all have that. I think where you got fucked and I, and, and again, I don't think it's your fault because you did what most people would do. You 
were making friends where you worked. You were happy with your personal connections at work, with your social connections at work, with most of them. Um, you were comfortable there. You knew exactly what they expected every day. You knew what you're going to have to do every day. You knew what fires you're going to have to put out. Um, you never, you know, you had very few sleepless nights over that job because you knew everything about it. Um, why would you leave it? I don't think most people would have. It's just the difference is, is that a lot of those people probably didn't end up getting laid off at in their you know, early to mid forties mm -hmm. and they get to keep doing that job for another 25 years. Right. And yeah, you'd have been miserable for another 25 years, but again, you, yeah. you wouldn't have had to figure, you wouldn't have had this crisis mode that you're in now. Right. And, and that's what's scary is you're financially, you've continued to, your life has continued to evolve over those years to where you're spending more money now, which is reasonable. That's what everyone does. It's not just you. Everyone spends more money as they get older because they get more expensive tastes or expensive right. hobbies or right. they have 19 kids or they own a second car or they bought a house or whatever. They're not, they don't want a studio apartment anymore. Um, but that's, and that, that's, I think the real, the real odd thing about your situation and the difficult thing is you don't, you, you can't go out and explore other fields now because you have to make a certain amount of money to live. Right. You're at that point in life. Right. So it's too late for you to go out and jump around. Right. Like a lot of people have, like I did. Entry level stuff isn't going to cut it for no, me. No, you have to make. I can't. I'm not. That's not enough money. You have to make management money now. Right. To to, to keep living the way you are. Right. And, well, and, and to not go bankrupt. Right. And and just I'm to, not even living extravagantly. I was just going to make this that point. is just I'm making enough money where I've got enough money left over for gas and food and the occasional date and dating app. Right. Everything else, I don't have a lot. Of, I don't no. have like even when I was you know em employed at my last job. I didn't have enough money where I could go fucking travel no. every other weekend, no. go on big vacations right. two, three times a year. Right. I didn't have the money for that right. shit. And but I was comfortable right. in that I could live my lifestyle. Yep. You didn't and need all of my bills were paid. Yeah. You didn't need the European trips every week, every year. Right. 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 And that's but now if I'm making 50 grand a year, that's not enough to pay the mortgage no. and the student loans no. and all the debt that I have right. and all the bills. Right. It's it's and the car and the new car payment. Right, right. It's not enough. That's the thing. It's like I'm not I'm not one of those guys that says I need to be making six figures in order to be happy because I need that much. No, I don't need six figures to be happy. Right. I don't need six, six figures to live comfortably. Right. But I need more than fifty grand a year. Right. And that's the point you know? I was gonna. That's what I was gonna. The point I was gonna make is just so people aren't. I don't want people to be confused. It's not like you've got a raging coke habit you're supporting, or you know, it's not like you are. You know, collecting antique guns and spending too much money on shit that you can't use. Right. You're not. You're not living lavishly here. No. <laughs> it's just that, as with every, I, with every adult in this country, probably in the world, you know, depending upon the culture, the society they're in, the country they're in. As you get older, you you just you end up doing um, building a life, and that life costs money. Mm -hmm. When you're 23 and you have a studio apartment and a TV and a fucking dog. Life's not that expensive because you don't need that much because you're 23. You don't even know what you want to get into yet. But as you get older, you start finding passions like music and you have to, you want to buy shit that makes you content at home, stuff that makes you happy at home. That might be music and you might have to buy stuff that makes you a saint, keeps you a sane person. And it's a passion of yours. Mm -hmm. And everyone does that. Everyone invests money in that shit. Right. So that's the point I'm making. Yeah. I just wanted to emphasize that with people that are listening. It's not, oh, boo hoo. I've got all these expensive habits. I can't afford to live with anymore. You, you don't have, you're not doing anything crazy with your money and you weren't at the old job either. It's just that you made enough to where you could live a normal life that kept you sane and you were, and there wasn't any problem. Mm. Now you need to make a certain amount to continue that life, which isn't lavish, but you need to stay sane. Right. Working right. three jobs. Right. And never being home right. and never having time to date and find someone that you want to fall in love with. Right. That's not going to keep you sane. No. That'll make you go nuts. Absolutely. So you that's can't living to work. Right. And, and, and some people choose to live to work and that's fine. And I, right. I've been guilty of that myself, but if, but you as a, you, as a person and a lot of people do the same thing, you, you want to fall in love. You want time to go find someone you want to, you know, have time to spend with a woman that you're in love with. You want time to go fucking take, you know, take a weekend to go on a road trip to Duluth with her or wherever the fuck you go. Right. Well, if you've got three jobs, one, you don't have, you're not gonna have time to meet her in the first place. Yep. And if you do stumble into her, she's not going to stay with you because you don't have any time for her. Right. Cause you're, you're not able to go anywhere. Right. And I'm not even talking about Italy. I'm talking Duluth. Right. Cause you're working weekends. Right. So that's, it's why it's such a fucked up sideways mess. Yeah. And I, I, and I, and I've thought, Probably I, I'm not 
not a lot more than you probably think because I you probably I mean but I've put a, f a lot of thought into what options you have because I keep thinking to myself there's got to be a way out of this box and I don't know what it is I don't I'm trying to think of like and I've done and I told you I was doing this like I, I'll go on like I in my career all the jobs all the times I've changed jobs I'm pretty comfortable looking for jobs on Indeed and job search apps and whatever mm -hmm. and I remember telling you like dude I'll go on Indeed and see what I maybe I'll stumble upon something that I think you'd be good at that you haven't realized is out there whatever mm -hmm. that's hard to do yeah because you you know if you just go on Indeed and type in logistics associate well you're a logistics associate which means it's probably entry level which means that you're going to start at you know 50 55 maybe 45 maybe 40 you almost have to go in there and type management right or senior or senior management or what leadership you have to type that kind of shit in right well to get those jobs most companies are going to they're not they're they're going to want to hear you say i spent the last 12 years running a team that right. does what you guys do right right which is uh, what i don't have you have that in a I field have management experience right supervisory experience right. But, but it's in a field direct, right. that it's in a field right. that bores you to, to tears yeah. And not just that, but Yeah, well, there's nothing else. Yeah, that that you have one field that you could do that with, but even the, even though the things you've applied for that that you'd think that was your shoe in, that mm -hmm. I assumed were your shoe in, those couple of jobs you applied for those security right. management jobs, I yeah. remember telling you like you're getting an interview. Like there's no way around right. it. Right. Like you're getting a phone call. Right. What no phone call. Right. And that blew my mind. <laughs> right. Who the fuck are you interviewing then? Right. Not to make it sound like you're like Navy SEAL badass, but I, as far as administrative, like management, security management experience, like running a team or running a, 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 a department of a security department, who the fuck else are you guys interviewing? Right. Because you've done the budgeting and the placement and the headcounts and the anal analysis and the technology budgets and the projects management and the fucking, you know, training and blah, 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 blah. So I don't know who they're interviewing. Right. Well, yeah, but who the, knows? But the reality, internal things. But, but maybe. Whatever. But the yeah. reality is, is that, and sadly, is that even with even those two or three jobs that you applied for, you didn't get a call for. I don't know that those two or three jobs would have even paid enough. No, probably not. No, because a lot of security no. leaders or team leads or sergeants, whatever you want to call them, however that organization set up, they're not making eighty either. Right. Right. So, even if you got an interview, I don't know that it would have went anywhere. No, the only job that had the potential to pay me well was that one that I did get the interview or the two interviews mm -hmm. with, and they didn't hire anyone because they said none of us were qualified. Basically, that and one actually had a really high pay range. It so. did, and and that and that would have been with a really. It sounded like a really good company, a good place to work for. Yeah, because it sounded like they did the work life balance. They paid well. It was yeah. good benefits. Yeah, and just so everyone's clear, just so that people don't think that that you're a shitty candidate, that wasn't a primarily a security job. You didn't, you did not get that because your security resume wasn't good enough. That job had a lot of other tentacles that, of stuff that you didn't have a ton of experience with. Well, true. That's why right. I just want to make it clear. Right. It's not like that was a primary, like you're the head of security and your resume wasn't good enough to get in. That wasn't really, that wasn't a specific security job. Right. That was a job that you dealt with, um, workers comp and safety violations and defleet safety of, of mass transit vehicles and right. lots of shit that you have zero experience with. Right. So right. just so everyone's aware, that's the reason you probably didn't stay, you get the call on that. You came up short in some areas and you knew that was going to happen when you read yeah, the description. For sure. Yeah. I was, we were, I think we were both probably surprised you got to a second interview Yeah, because I there was a lot of stuff that you had no one. experience with. Right. They just seemed to like the cut of your jib and they liked what you said right. in the interview. So they brought you back. Right. And obviously of the five or six people they brought back, none of you, there were three of really, us that, the three of you yeah three of us that made it to the second apparently round. none of you and none of you really and none of us made the final cut. the egg so right who knows but right so i don't i don't i'm, I'm just i keep trying to think of what what the uh, out is here and i don't know well i think it is the out i mean honestly it's, it's such just, a gamble it's terrifying it's it's terrifying right now right because well, i don't right, know i don't right. know how to keep my head above water for right. how long it takes me to get into a position once right. i build some experience because i don't again like if I, if there's a certification out there that I can go and get after I'm done with this one and companies look at my work history and my bachelor's degree and my very recent IT certifications, yep. if they look at that and say, okay, that's as good to us as an associate's degree in a related field, yep. then if there's a job out there like the one I just saw, 
yep. that is IT specialist, yep. and the range was like seventy grand to ninety grand a year. Yep. Then I'll be okay, right? If there are jobs like that that right. pay in that range, right? Then it's, I mean, depending on where I am in that range, it'll be tight tighter than i was used to right. before you know whatever right but it's something that wouldn't require me to work three jobs right right you know it could be a thing where you work that job and then maybe like one night a week you deliver pizza just to cover the fucking electric bill or whatever the fuck yeah right yeah something small so i mean it, i don't know so it, it's right. it's scary in that i don't know what i'm going to end up with right away right long term it's a great field and right. i could i think i have the aptitude for 100 it's just breaking into that field right how many certifications do i need right how long is it going to take right and that's the other thing is like let's say i get half this next certification paid for and i find out that if i get another certification on top of that yeah then i can go into a job and start making 90 grand a year or yeah. something like that yeah okay then how do i stretch my dollar for another three months and where do i come up with the extra four thousand dollars to pay for this other certification that will get me in a place where i'm financially stable right right you know and uh, those are all unknowns at this point right right so and i agree i think it is the way to go if you have interest in it it's never ever gonna go away more than ever, every every single person listening to the show is tied to technology. Oh, it's just sure. where we, you know, phones and social media and all this other mm. bullshit. Um, so no, hundred percent, and earning potential is through the roof. Uh, you know, obviously, right? Um, I think that, and and I've kind of already, I guess I have already said it. The, the the difference is, is that most of the people that are in your boat that are trying to figure out what they really want to specialize in, or are trying to figure out what certifications they need they are living a lifestyle that they only need to make 45, 50 a year. Right. So it's no big deal for them to work a help desk for five years. Right. Cause it's, and they probably appreciate it. Cause it's like, Hey, I'm in with a good company. I'm gaining experience every day. Mm-hmm. I'm building my resume. And someday I know I'm going to be a consultant level or level or management level. Cause I've, I've worked my way up and I'll be making killer money and it's all going to be worth it. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the difference. And most people aren't doing right. it at the stage in life that you are. And that's right. where you, that's where it's, it's in their mid twenties, early thirties, right. or they're, you know, they, they're married and they've got right. another income to right. rely on. Right. And that would also make the difference. Right. Not to say that's the only reason you're dating, but that would be a huge, I mean, and well, for sure, <laughs> you're not getting married next week, but even if you meet her tomorrow, you're not. Uh, so right. granted that's, that's at least several years off. Um, but yeah, and by then you'll have this figured out. I mean, obviously you won't be in the same position that you know at that point. It just yeah, but it sucks that that would make that could make a huge difference right now. Oh, for sure. Uh, you know, obviously. Oh, I've looked at that a lot. I mean, they're you know people lose jobs, and if they're married and they 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 mm-hmm. have another income, I mean, obviously, just just because you have two incomes doesn't mean you're rich, but it just means that there is some money coming in somewhere. Right. And it depending on where you live and what your mortgage is. And I'm, right. there are a lot of variables yeah. I understand, Kids, yeah. but if I was married and I was with someone yeah. where I was splitting the mortgage, yeah. splitting the utilities, and I didn't have to rely only on myself to right. pay for all of this stuff, right. then it, it wouldn't be as big of a deal. Right. And I could, maybe it wouldn't be ideal if I went back and, you know, took a big pay cut and worked a job where I was getting paid 50 grand a year. Right. Maybe that wouldn't be ideal for our household household income, right. but it might still be enough because right. with two of us, right. we're sharing one roof. Right. Right. You know? Agreed. Yeah. Whereas I don't have that option right now. Right. I don't have that flexibility right now because right. there is no one else. Right. There is no more money coming right. in. And and I don't think I don't think it's a I don't think it's a shot in the dark to say it would one thousand percent absolutely make a diff- a huge difference. I, I, what, I, there, it, 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 it would it, even if she only brought home a thousand dollars a month it would make a huge difference right like that you know that yeah that would one uh, there's no doubt about it that would make a difference right um yeah i just i can't think i'm trying to i i just but i i don't know what you're supposed to do other than what you're doing but man it feels like a gamble because Mm -hmm. and and again not a gamble on the field choice there's money in it and you'll i think you yeah obviously you you have interest and obviously you're smart enough to do it but a gamble as far as are you going to, are, are you going to be able to make it the way you're living right now? Or, you know, are you going to be able to survive until you get to that point? Right. It, you know, without getting two more jobs. 
Yeah. I, I don't know. Or without declaring bankruptcy. Right. And, you know, and, and it's not a matter, and I, you know, I don't think it's a matter of, and just so people are, are aware, you're not saying like, oh, I'm too lazy to go work a second job. I just don't want, I don't feel like doing a second job. It's more about that second job is going to rob you of all the other things in life that keep you balanced. Right. That's the problem. Right. Second job means no more music, no more podcasting, no time to look for a woman. Right. If you found her, she's you're still not going to have time for her. Right. Like you said earlier, you're literally just it's working a quality to, of life to live. Thing. Right. You work to live, and right. I've just never been. Right. That I I just I've never subscribed. I understand that. that jobs are necessary. And yeah. You need them to pay bills and right. you have financial responsibilities, right. and I get that. Right. But to me, life is not work. Right. Right. To me, life is loved ones and experiences and right. doing things you enjoy. Right. And feeling a sense of fulfillment. Right. And I don't feel a sense of fulfillment from a job alone. Right. I need relationships in order to do that. Right. I need my hobbies and my music or my movies and right. my shows or whatever. Right. Right. And, you know, it, it's like if I'm spending all my time working just yep. to pay the bills, there's no quality of life there. Right. Right. You know? And again, there's a difference between if I have to do that for two months, that's one thing. But if it's three, five years, fuck, that's not great for the mental state. No. Because then I'm going to be starting back from square one looking, oh, now that I finally, you know, spent the last five years working my balls off just to pay the rent, now I can start dating again. Oh, great. I'm 50. Right. How attractive am I going to be to people now? I mean, I have a tough enough time getting, you know, interest as a 45-year-old dude. Yeah. Never married, no kids. Right. 50, never married, no kids. It's just going to get tougher the older right. I get. Right. You know? And on top of that, and this is, it's an intangible, so that we, we don't, we wouldn't know for sure, but I'm willing to guess that if you had to spend three or four years working two jobs, that when you do get back to the dating market, you're not going to be the same guy that you were three years earlier. No, true. Now you're going in to try to find a woman and your outlook on life and your level of jadedness maybe or there's some bitterness there that wasn't there before right. you're probably a little less appealing than even you were before because right. you just spent three years working 90 hours 80 90 hours a week right so now you're miserable and you're fucking angry right. and you're pissed off that you had to do that yeah and you're making more money now but you can't just drop that mm. that that experience was part of your life you can't just say oh well now i'm making good enough money so i'll just drop that part of my personality off and be back to the way i was right it molds you as you go right which is one of the reasons why i'm so skeptical and um not very optimistic about the whole dating outlook is because i've spent two and a half years of hitting it hard and i've got you know fucked up the ass for the most part for the last two and a half years you know it does shape a person yeah you know it's like your experiences color right your attitude about certain things right. i still believe that i can meet someone right and that there's someone out there for me right but i also acknowledge that it's not likely to happen anytime soon based on the numbers and based on my experience. Right. I mean, you know, right. been on 44 dates in the last two and a half years. Right. And only one of those people yeah. is someone that I would consider long-term potential. Right. Only one. Right. right. Out of 3,441 messages sent. Yeah. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's like that experience, I was I was optimistic when I jumped back into the dating world. Right. So I'm thinking, hey, it may take a while, but I'll find someone. Yep. To me, a while meant, you know, five, six months. Right. Right? Right. I didn't realize it would be two and a half years and having to send all of these fucking messages right. and getting ghosted and rejected as often as I have. Right. It's like, you're right. Those, those experiences do paint you. Mm-hmm. And your outlook on things, mm -hmm. I'm much more jaded now mm -hmm. than I was two and a half years ago. Yep. And you didn't, and you, and you can't control that. It's, it's just, it just, you're part of your subconscious. It just, it molds you. Right. It's not like you can just, it's not like you can not let it in. It's part of, it's, just, it's part of your life experience. And I think that that would be, you'd have the same effect with a job thing. Right. You are completely fucking miserable San Diego for three years because you're working all those hours. At the end of that, even if you're now suddenly making a hundred a year, you're still going to be that guy who's angry and bitter and pissed off that you just lost three years of your life. Right. Basically just to barely keep your nose out of the water right. from drowning. Right. And now you're going on these dates and these women are like, God, there's something about him. He seems edgy or angry or frustrated or, well, no right. shit. Let me tell you right. a story. Right. But you can't say that because then right. you look even more of a fucking, you know, yeah. grumpy asshole. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know how to get out of this. I don't know how to get out of that. Out of the box. I, I mean, I, I and I've thought about. it. I don't know what the fuck you're supposed to do. 
No. Other I than just, what you're doing. I just think I need to be doing what I'm doing, you know? Get these certifications and see what's out there and just hope. Have some faith, you know? Yeah. I got yeah, I got I and that's that's the right word for it. You just have to have faith that it'll work out. Right. That's a scary thing though. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Faith doesn't pay the bills either. No. But I moved here on faith. Yeah. True. You know, True. I was at a dead end job in Jamestown, North Dakota, yeah. and I thought that an internship at a recording studio in downtown Minneapolis could launch my music production career. Yeah. So I moved down here without any money, yeah. without any real job prospects. It was yeah. just leap of faith. Right. You know, and obviously that career didn't work out for me. Right. But I things did work out to the extent that I was able to stay here. I mean, I like the cities. Yeah. I made some great friends. Right. And I was able to support myself when my two roommates moved on. Right. And I got my own place. And right. that was tough, but I made it work. Right. And then I started making more money and then and I got to a point where I could get a car and then I could, right. you know, get a house or a townhouse and, you, right. know, you know, I mean, things worked out. Right. Yeah. And I would say it's impossible to, to see it, but I would be, I would be willing to bet that if you had stayed in Jamestown on that road, whatever road that was, and, you know, at this point in life, if you were living there doing whatever you ended up doing and you were able to look at it from the 10,000 foot view of that life and the life you have now, I would imagine that you'd be more grateful that you that you moved here with the, you know, culture-wise and, and people-wise and job-wise and everything else. I'm guessing this was more satisfying than if had you stayed there for 30 years. I mean, I, I, the point I'm making is I, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you made the right decision by moving here. Right. Which, like you said, was just a, a jump, a stab in the dark. You had no idea how that was going to pan out. Yeah. The only unknown there is that if I would have stayed, would that have changed my dating outlook probably would I have met someone and probably. gotten married and had a family? I, probably. Right. What and, do you think? You know, that much, that much be, smaller town. You already knew a bunch of people. Sure. You're not starting over. Right. And that, that may have been preferable yep. to being a bachelor yep. at 45. Yep. But, yep. um, but along with that, you could have been working in a factory for 30 years true. and doing yep. the same thing over and over again. Right. Which you would have hated. Right. Well, you wouldn't have realized you hated it cause you hadn't done anything else. True. Looking at it from this point of view, you'd have realized that would have fucking sucked. Right. Uh, yeah, it's faith, I guess. And I, I guess we all have to, I guess we all do that at some point where we have to just assume that something's going to work out. Yep. That's a deep show. Kind, kind of, of a deep show. It was just going to be an update. It wasn't about, meant to be a deep show. No, it wasn't. No. It was meant to be about, Hey, this is what I'm doing right now. Yeah. And but it turned into life, man. Dude, man. Life's a garden. Dig it. What's up? man? <laughs> Did you just make that up? No, that's from Joe Dirt. Oh, yeah. okay. Terrible movie. Oh, not very good. Very but for some movie. reason, I remember that line and I kind of like it. Life's a garden. Dig it. Yeah. Huh. All right. Uh, that's not something I normally would say. That's no. not, that's not, a, that's not the kind of thing I would say normally. No, that's why I was wondering if that sounded like something that you would not make up. Right. So no, I, I stole it. And you steal most of your material. Yeah, we both but, know that. Yeah. But I just, I'd never heard it before. I didn't yeah. recognize it. Yeah. So I thought maybe. That you I'm surprised you didn't that. remember that from the Academy Award winning Joe Dirt. Yeah. No. Huh. No. Uh, all right. Well, um, that's the show. We ended on kind of a weird, kind of a black hole. We don't really bit. have a good, clean answer for this. No. Just no. keep doing what you're doing and hope for the best. Yeah. I guess that's is right. the answer. That's right. It's all about faith, brother. <laughs> sure is. Yeah. And I'm not a great, I'm not, I'm not an expert on that because I've not been no, a guy who not. really relies on that much. <laughs> no. But you're, but you, but, but not to go deeper on the bit, but. I guess if you look at, you know, look at your life and I look at my life and yeah, I mean, the Jamestown to here thing was, was just, you know, a chip in a chair and a chance and you're like, fuck it, I'll give it a shot. And it worked out, you know, mm -hmm. people always say, and I, it's, this is definitely not something I would say. Um, I was reading a, a dating profile, uh, this morning. Uh, yeah, it was this morning. Um, this girl that, um, I, I, this girl on eHarmony sent me like one of the icebreaker things, mm -hmm. which is when I see that it blows my mind. Cause typically I'm the one who has to send that. It's, it's pretty rare that I get women to send me, initiate with me. Right. So I, I had to go check her profile of course. And I'm assuming the worst, right? Mm -hmm. I go look at the profile and I'm just assuming it's going to be, you know, she's going to be like half gorilla and like, you know, <laughs> drives a covered wagon that's pulled by rabid donkeys and, <laughs> eats people whatever <laughs> any woman who's interested in me initiates with me she must be you know 
a not na- what you're looking a nightmare. For. Yeah. Right. Um, but anyway, I, it doesn't matter. But anyway, I just I, I, I scrolled through her profile, and like I, there's I think there's a, a piece in there that's something like you know, um, best advice I ever got, or uh, there's something in there about some kind of statement thing, and she had said something. You know, she it was and she said, good things happen to good people, and she just had a smiley face next to it. And when I read it, I thought, okay. Yeah, that's like telling somebody, well, if it was meant to be, right. funny, that person who told me that, her and I talked about that the other day, and I, you know, we kind of joked about that, that line, too, because I, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, but that's the kind of line that I normally would laugh at and be like, okay, thanks. Yeah, well, you know, right. There's lots of good people out there that got fucked. Where's their piece of the pie, right? Mm-hmm. But then, I don't know, man. You know, I mean, you look at it and, you know, things kind of just, you know, things fell into place for you and... Yeah, you're a good person, and, and things have worked out thus far, and you're in a, you're in a rough spot now. But why why all of a sudden would that change? Why all of a sudden would everything just go to shit? It probably won't. It hasn't in the past. You've taken leaps of faith in the past, and it's worked out. Right. And you didn't choose to take this leap of faith. Granted, <laughs> you no. were pushed into this. You were pushed <laughs> off the cliff. Essentially, yeah, yeah, right. you didn't leap. You were pushed. <laughs> but right. why would anything? What would have changed? Right. Like it was a fall of faith. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> But like, and not to, not to, not to get into like the, the, you know, not to get into the karma side of it or, or, you know, whatever, but I don't know. I mean, you're, you know, what would have changed? Like, why would things just suddenly stop working? I don't know. I I just, I feel like that would be, I think that would be weird. It it would strike me as odd. So I think while it, and and I should be taking my own advice because I'm, I'm the last guy that should be saying any of this because I'm, I'm on the other end of the scale, Mm. but I don't know. I just, I, I think, I think, I think it, I think it does work out. I think you're right. I think it does work out. And I think you have to believe that. Otherwise you will go crazy. Right. Cause you feel like you're just chasing your tail and there's no end to it. So I guess I'm just, I guess more than anything, I'm just curious to see what it looks like. What is it, how, what's the end, what's the end game look like? Right. If the reason, and that's the thing is, <laughs> is there an end game? Because my previous job wasn't the end game. No, it wasn't. It was just a temporary thing that I did for 21 years. It wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't where I wanted to be ultimately, No, but it was something that I got comfortable in, but it wasn't, it wasn't like, Hey, I'm there. I've made it. No, I still, I wanted a different job. I wanted a different career. I wanted a wife. Right. Right. And at one point I wanted kids. Right. You know? And it's like, even if I, I don't know that there ever is an end game. You know what I mean? I could get a, maybe I finish these certifications and I get this great job right off the bat that pays what I need what I needed to pay. uh And I actually enjoy the work, but is that the end game? No, because I still want to find someone. Right. Right. But okay. So let's say I do find that great person and I have this cool job and in my mind, like right now in my mind, if I have a job that I enjoy that can pay the bills and I meet someone that's as into me as I am into her mm-hmm. and we're together, to mm-hmm. me, that's the end game, yeah. right? That's yeah. it. Yeah. But what if we're in that boat and we don't like where we're living or something and we want a better house or there's always going to be something or what mm-hmm. if I get sick or she gets sick mm-hmm. or you know what I mean? It, it, mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know that there ever is an end game. Mm-hmm. Like once I get to this point, mm-hmm. I'm set. No, I think maybe some people do get to that point. I don't know. And it, again, in yeah. my mind right now, when I compared my life as it is right now to where I'd like it to be, mm-hmm. I would like it to be at a point where I've got a job I enjoy that pays the bills and I'm with someone. Mm-hmm. Right. To me, that's the end goal. That's mm-hmm. the end game. And if I ever get there, I feel like I'd be set, mm-hmm. but I don't know what else is going to rear its ugly head. If I get to that point right. that will make, that will just keep pushing that out further and further. Right. right. I don't know that we ever get there. Right. Yeah. You're, you're, you, you're right. The journey just to get to that point could make other things happen that now you have to deal with those things too. Life's a journey, not a destination. You're right. I did I, not make that no, up. No, I know you didn't. And I and okay. I, I realize that's greeting card shit, but yeah. But no, and that, that sounds super cliche, but that that's I get I guess that maybe that's true. It's probably right? there's I mean, a reason it's a cliche. Uh, yeah, maybe that's true. Because we're all trying to get to that next You never get maybe most maybe people sky. don't get to a point where they can just stop and say, I'm content, I don't have to change anything, that nothing else is gonna happen. Right. I'm just gonna live this life for the next twenty five years. Yeah. That's probably impossible because 
you can't control every aspect of your life as much as you want to. Right. There's outside influences, even just walking right. down the street. Right. You could fall and break your leg. Now you've got a new problem. Like right. You can't control everything. Right. So maybe that's it. Maybe there is no... Even the people we see on Facebook that looks like they're there, that they are living the dream. Right. They've got the the 2.2 kids and 1.4 dogs right. and, you know, 2,000 square foot house right. and the perfect, you know, right. yard with blah, blah, blah. You know, it looks peachy and it looks like they've made it and they're living the American dream, but you don't know what fucking, fucking demons are right. crawling under their skin or right. what else is going on. Or what's coming. Right. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe you're hitting your hard stretch right now. Maybe they just haven't hit theirs yet. Yeah. Maybe everyone's right. due for something. I'm sure everyone's got to hit it at some point. Sure. Maybe they just haven't hit theirs yet. Right. And when they hit theirs, you're going to be feeling good. Yeah. Not be because like, of that. Been but, there, done that. Right. Not because of that necessarily, no, no, but know you know, you, you made yeah, it right. through years already. Like right. the dark period is over and you're back feeling good again. Yeah. Weird. Fuck. What a, what a weird show. <laughs> this goofy show. Uh, this, it was a normal show. <laughs> and then like the last 20 minutes, we just went know, kind of like philosophical on the bit, didn't weird we? Weird thing. Well, at least you stayed away. We kind of got weird. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. That's what it was. I let you talk and I let yeah. you be engaged. And then and I guess that's what does it. It kind of came to life. Yeah. Whereas before, yeah. you just weren't into it. You didn't give a fuck. I gave a fuck. I did. Oh, okay. Well, um, the good news is now that the show is pretty much over and you yeah. can take a nap. Yeah. Or eat. Right. Or whatever it is. You well, once use. I stand up and start walking around, I'll, I'll wake up again. Oh. I think it's just okay. sitting here. Okay. Staring at you. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Someone women would die for that opportunity. Would they? I, I think some would. I just don't you know. You haven't found her yet. Yeah, right. you're right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. Well, thanks weird for listening. Weird show. Yeah, it was kind of a weird ending. That's okay. Next week, we'll come in real hot for you. We will. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.